Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Everything from A to Z. And as you may know by now, my goal for Inspiring Women Revolution is to share internationally my devotion to creating positive, proactive girls, young ladies, and women from all different cultures. This is all about encouraging each other. And speaking of encouraging, my next guest host is super knowledgeable about communication because she has to do it every day on many different levels. She's Director of Communications and Strategic Initiatives at Corday Productions, Maya Rangi. Girl. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> thank this you so my, much. You, thank you. This is my first like podcast interview. Any, I'm usually on the other end of this setting up the interview. So it's very, it's new territory for me. <laughs> it is. And it is. And you know, so Maya, I mean, you, you know, I gave, your title is extensive and awesome. And for those who don't really understand what that means, you know, you're like, wait, what's that title? Yeah. Uh, let's give everyone an example of who and what you do on a daily basis. Cool. Okay. So um, I handle communications for the production company for days of our lives. We have various, okay, you're going to hear oh, my puppy. There's the baby. The baby's going to interject. <laughs> baby's going to interject. She does not like when I'm not giving her attention. Um, but I handle like, media and talent relations for the production company and any, any shows or projects that we produce. Um, and then I also oversee strategic initiatives. So strategy is more focused on, you know, what can we do to bring, I guess, more awareness and more attention to the show and, you know, any other projects that we're working on and, you know, strategy for other, other areas of, um, of business when it comes to TV and TV production. So it is extensive, but it's fun. And it all actually, at the end of the day, kind of meshes well together because it's all dealing with how we as a company deal with the outside world. That's fantastic. It is an exciting job too, to be behind the scenes on the flip side and just for all of you to know, Maya does a, a, an extreme amount of work. She has to wrangle about, what, 36 actors? <laughs> I feel like we're at 40. Some, I, think, oh, I, I swear we're at 40 now. Oh. We're, we're around 40 for sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so wrangling 40 actors to do interviews and to organize big events and get all these you know, actors to do basically help what she needs them to do you know, um, as far as promotion for the show is, 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 is not an easy task. So I commend you, Maya, for the things that you do. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I, I count myself though, very lucky because, um, you know, I have friends that work in, um, other areas of PR and other productions. And I, I'm very lucky to work with the people I work with because our cast is amazing. Everyone it's, you know, there's such a great team spirit. It feels very much like a family on set. So, it's very rare that I make a request of somebody and they're just like, no. So I'm, I'm, it makes my job easier that I work with such great people every day. And, and I, I think that's also too, you know, it, it, it's a testament to personality and energy because that's a lot what this podcast is about is really, you know, surrounding yourself and creating this community for yourself, right? Because you can right. walk in one way and get a different result and walk in another Totally, totally. And, you know, I think the pandemic, I think it kind of showed us all that we're all human and we're all going to have, you know, we're going to have emotions that are going to vary and we're going to have difficult days. And it's really about just not taking things personally and, you know, focusing on the work that needs to be done. And I think 
you know, a lot of people have grown so much through all the, the pain, I guess. I think we'll use the word trauma a lot, but I do think it was a pretty traumatic experience going through the pandemic for a lot of people. And it's, it's nice that it's kind of humanized everybody to the point that we're able to work together and people understand that at the end of the day, you know, we just need to get the job done and we got to be nice to each other while we do it. Absolutely. And I think that really it spreads. That's why I think it's so important. Like if you could be the leader in your community of creating, you know, this inspiring people around you, then we will slowly, that butterfly effect will affect so many others, right? Because we are in a very split place right now. Totally. Very much In our lives. So Maya, I wanted to jump to, you know, culturally, I think it's so important, especially as ladies, because this is, you know, my demographic is mostly women. I get some guys in here, so I appreciate that too. (laughs) But I, I, I really like focusing on culturally how women were raised and grew up because there really is like a different, you know, view as you were younger and, and what your parents were teaching you is, you know, cause we're still come from generations that you might've been first generation, second generation, or just third generation, which still isn't long ago of coming to this country, this amazing country. And, um, and I, I'm so interested in hearing how my friends that come on this podcast uh, grew up and how, and, and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let me tell you a little bit about how I grew up and then I'll kind of go into how I've, I guess, evolved into who I am now, because I think I, I, had I followed the path (laughs) that was expected, I don't think I would be where I am today. Mm -hmm. Um, but I grew up in a, my family is Lebanese. My background is Lebanese. I grew up in a very Middle Eastern influenced household. But we were Christian, so, you know, the the Christians in the Middle East are a minority, so it's a little bit different in terms of how a lot of other Middle Eastern um, people maybe grew up. But generally speaking, there was a very traditional idea of the role of women, but at the same time, education was very heavily encouraged and, like, you were expected to go to university and make something of yourself. Those were things that, like, very much worked with who I was as a person. So that was easy, but there were, I think, I I don't know if they were spoken or more unspoken expectations that, you know, certain things in your life happen at certain times, I guess, like a woman's needs aren't seen Mm -hmm. as important, I guess. Well, depending on what the needs are. I was very lucky that I had a mother and a father that really encouraged me to be exactly who I was. And I was never pressured or expected to do anything that didn't feel right or organic to me. It's, it's relatable. That's, you know, I, it's, it's wonderful when we're expressing ourselves and in a way that, um, you know, cause I'm, you know, was raised Jewish, but then I would celebrate both holidays, which was interesting to some of my friend's parents going, wait, aren't you Jewish? I'm like, yes, but I want to see what mass is like on Christmas. You know, I want to, I want to see what my friends celebrate and learn. And so many things are so similar religiously in certain ways. And you go, Oh my gosh, we believe in the same things, just slightly different, you know, (laughs) uh, totally, you know what I mean? And I, I, and I always found that uh, culturally, like why, you know, why can't we sit and have these great conversations and have open, you know, conversations about what it was like and then how, what are we doing 
today to move forward from those things. Right. And I think actually what I, what I think set my experience apart from a lot of other girls that were probably raised in similar households is my parents really loved the idea of, you know, varied cultural backgrounds. And we had friends and family friends and we, 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 we just, we had people from so many different backgrounds that we communicated with and that we dealt with on a regular basis. So for me, I never, I never felt like one specific background was better than another. And I think that that's something that a lot of people, when they are raised within any cultural community, there's this idea that like, there's a hierarchy and there's one, you know, like, oh, like Mm -hmm. I was raised like this and this is the right way to be. We, I, oddly enough, I feel like it could have easily gone that way, but it never really did because I was like, my friends were of so many different backgrounds. I had friends that were you know, Latina and friends that were black and friends that were Jewish and friends that were Muslim and friends that were different sects of Christianity. And we all celebrated various holidays together. And it wasn't seen as, you know, one, one background was different or necessarily right or held more weight. So that was something that I am very grateful for. And it it very much colors the way I see the world now. Like, I think that's beautiful. Uh, me too. I was just going to say that it, it, it is beautiful when we find those. And I, I really do feel there are more people in this world that think that way. You know, just, totally. a, a, you know, a lot of what we hear is, is you know, we're, we're hearing things that are really, we hear a lot of the negative. That's all we ever really hear instead of all of this wonderful, beautiful, positive, which is what, you know, I'm trying to set forth. And it's, it's great to have these, to be so open-minded, to still believe totally. in what you believe in, have your, your belief system. But yet being yeah. open to, you know, bringing, th- bringing cultural learning. There's so many things that I still don't know. There's, right. so, you know, certain things about your culture that growing up that, uh, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't know how to express until, unless I asked what was it like, you know, which was so great that you just expressed that, you know, to, to a degree, of course. Yeah. And when you talk about all we see is the negative, it's. It's something I, I talked with my friends and, you know, colleagues and family quite a bit about because I think we have to be careful of what we see and what we give weight to that we see in the media because at the end of the day, like, the media has a, a function and it has, has a role that it plays, but at the same time, you know, it's a business. So things right. that are in, like, more salacious are going to get more attention. And it's just, so that's why I feel like we see more of the negative than we see of the positive, but I do definitely see a shift, a general shift with everybody right now where we're going more towards being inclusive of the good things that are happening and giving them attention and, and like not just focusing on the negative things. Cause that also really influences people and society and that in a very negative way. So yes, it's all connected. Yes, absolutely. And I, and I, and I, I, and I don't know if this is a choice or if it's, you know, just in my mind, I just like to see the light in things. Even if something right. happens during the day, like what is the lesson here that I can learn? And just in my particular situation, uh, and everyone has things to deal with. And then how can I learn from that? And then how can I share? Right. Right. What I learned. And it's okay. It's that th- this happened to me at some point in my life. And that was a bad mistake. <laughs> Oops, that was the wrong guy to date. Right. Uh, 
what was I thinking at that time that allowed myself to be with this type of person, right? Because it's always like allowing yourself to, because it's your thoughts all about your thought. Your thought hits first and then your feelings happen and then the action happens after that, right? Totally, totally, totally. But um, it's, it is, it is finding that, oh my gosh, there is so many positive things that we can share and we can override that on a daily basis, override the negative media really is, uh, and we can create unbelievably positive days. I talk a lot about, you know, we have, we can have 25 really amazing things happen during the day and one bad thing happens and we go home and we're like, oh my gosh, my day is ruined. Totally. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I, I try to find the humor in it because you just go, wait a minute, but what about all that you accomplished today? But I mean, that to me, that calls into question, like, okay, why are our brains even wired like that to begin with? And I think, I think it, it, I mean, the person I am now and the person I was even like just five or six years ago, they probably would hate each other. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yes, I I agree. It's just, I, I, I was very unaware of the lot, a lot of the things that really colored the way I viewed the world and I was not happy, but I didn't even realize I wasn't happy. And a lot of it was because I was just kind of programmed to look for all the problems that were going on and the problems I was dealing with in my life and focusing on all the negative things. And that's not to say that the negative things that happen in our lives don't have an impact and shouldn't be given attention. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I now choose to see the world in terms of like one of two ways, either it's a lesson and something that's meant to grow me or, you know, it's a blessing and it's something that I, I'm meant to enjoy and like take me into the next you know stage of my life. So just making that shift in how I, I saw the negative things that happened in my life really affected the way I approached living just in general. And I think a lot of people are starting to have that realization that, yeah, you know, life is good and bad. But at the end of the day, if we, if we make a conscious effort to focus on the beauty of life, it becomes more beautiful. And I know it sounds mm. like such it's a nice. hallmark card when you say no. that, when you start to really live your life that way, you start, those things start making sense. Like, I remember I would follow all these really inspirational posts and things. And I, about a year ago, they started to click. And I was like, I get it now. Like, I understand what this meant. So... Uh, I was going to ask you, did you have, cause you said, you know, for like five years ago, you didn't, you didn't realize that you were unhappy. And so was it those messages that, that clicked it, it, you know, did you, was it something specific that made you go, what, you know, either not going to put words in your mouth, but what am I doing? <laughs> I got to flip the switch. Yeah, I think I had, um, well, it happened around my, my 29th, 28th, 29th, 30th birthday. I had this realization that I just felt like I was a hamster on a wheel and I was just going through the motions of life. And I wasn't even sure if the things I was going after and honestly, the people that were in my life, if, if it was part of what I felt was my, my purpose. And, you know, like I I studied philosophy in college. So for me, like introspection is something that's very important to me and something I have worked on my whole life and I realized that I'd really, I guess, abandoned that for a good, a solid amount of time. Um, and I just didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. 
uh, I had all these lists of things I wanted to accomplish. And I started to question like, why were these things even on my list? What put them on my list to begin with? Do I want, do I actually want them on my list or do I have them on my list because other people think they should be on my list? <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> that's so, that's so relatable. That's why I'm laughing. You know, it's so yeah. relatable. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I started to kind of look at it and I, there were a few things going on and I, you know, I found myself in really unhealthy relationships, both romantic and platonic. And I realized that I would constantly create a very unhealthy cycle with the people I allowed in my life. It was really at the end of the day, I realized rooted in some form of self sabotage and self-hatred. There were things about me and who I was intrinsically as a human being that weren't, I guess, qualities that I felt were well-received or seen as, you know, positive, but that was just based on the people that I had in my life. So I started Mm. to just make a shift and I'm like, you know what? I want to be around people who love the person that I am and think I'm a great person and you know, love the qualities about me that I really do love, my life started to make a lot of shifts in the right direction. And it was, it was kind of weird the way when it started happening, it was like, I remember I'd always seen the saying, like, does life really, something to the effect of like, does life really suck? Or are you just surrounded by a bunch of assholes? (laughs) (laughs) In my life, I realized it was more the latter, you know? Yeah. I was like, wait, like, just because I've known this person for like 20 plus years does not mean that they have to have that role in my life anymore. Mm So, and doesn't mean that I have to subject myself to their opinion. That's just like constantly weighing me down. So it's just, I guess, about reevaluating who's in your life and the weight you give them. Oh my God. That was amazing. (laughs) That is such an incredible self-discovery and I mean, everything you just said is like, yeah, I can remember when, you know, I've done that or continue to go, you know, I've got to make sure that I have this healthy environment around me. And I think it's constant. I think like people come in your life, like you said, either the 20 something year friend where you go, this isn't healthy anymore to, or, you know, new friends that kind of come in and out and they're all for our growth. Totally. A hundred percent. And I, I used to have this fear of disconnecting from um, relationships or friendships or, you know, whatever, any kind of relationship, whatever the, the nature of it. But in reality, I think it was more for me, it was like I had attachment issues that I didn't even realize I had, you know, mm. like, I'm like, why am I so, why am I so, you know, connected to, or, you know, so attached to having this person in my life when I know over the course of whatever many years or even like months, whatever the period of time it was that we have changed, you know, that, you know, this person's goals and my goals don't align anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think it becomes a problem when it's somebody who, you know, really wants to impose their ideas on you. And I'm somebody who's very sensitive to that. And I'm, it's, and I always thought that that aspect of who I was, that I was sensitive and slightly empathic even was a bad thing until I realized that it's actually, it's a beautiful aspect of who I am. And it's about, I guess, wielding that energy in the right way so that it helps my life flourish rather than makes me feel like I'm a prisoner. Right. Right. Wow. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, you're, it, it's clearly something that you have tracked and I don't know if you ever wrote any of this stuff down, but you have definitely faced it as it sounds. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, exactly. And the great thing about that part of the conversation is that you know exactly what you don't want in your life. Totally. And that's, I, that, that I realized was really the blessing was every situation that came my way showed me what I want and then showed me what I didn't want. And I think there is something else that I really want to say is that like, I, I started having these realizations and working on myself years ago, but like, even up until now, I still have moments where like you, you struggle with that balance between the way you used to think or the way you used to be and the, the person you want to be. And I think sometimes people think it's like a light switch that mm-hmm. they just, it, it, you know, you flip it on all of a sudden it's like the matrix and you see everything and it's perfect and it's beautiful. And like, yeah, there'll be moments where it's like that and everything just seems so clear and you're so aware of what's happening and you're, you're seeing things clearly, but there will be moments where it'll be dark again and you have to find your way out. And I think I used to, th- see that as setbacks. And now I realize those are just moments that are forcing us to move to the next level in our life, you know, pushing us to something else. Maybe we've hit a, you know, we've hit a rut and we need to move past it and we need to move in another direction. So I don't fear those moments as much. And when I say moments, it can be a week, it can be months, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I welcome them now because I'm like, okay, this is telling me that something in my life is not on track. There is something wrong and I need to stop and I need to reassess what's happening. So I think it's a lifelong journey. And I think it's something that, you know, if you're on board with it and you don't fight it, but you move with it, your life becomes a lot more fluid and easy. Wow. So that's just, so you're so well-spoken Maya. It's amazing. And did you have through your life uh, a mentor or a woman that really kind of that first woman that you went, oh my gosh, this woman is so amazing. I want to be like her. In terms of kindness and understanding and being empathetic, my mom was definitely very much somebody I um, looked to as a role model for those things. She was always very loving and open and welcoming to anybody and everybody and very much the the friend that would help her friends move through really difficult periods of time. And, but in other aspects of my life, I, I don't know. I felt like everybody, there were people in my life that I, you know, that I thought, oh my God, that's, I love the way they live their life. But I always kind of knew for myself that my path was never going to be exactly like somebody else's it's something I I I just knew intrinsically I just I I knew on on a level that like I should look at the people in my life that I love and the people that I you know that I appreciate for their various strengths take the best from everybody and that's kind of more how I looked at it that's great that's a great way to look at it absolutely Yeah. yeah and I think we all we all have different experiences in ways where you know you're you're open to seeing things and, and lights and, and pulling from those. And that's what's so great about inspiring people is you do, you go, and you're right. You don't, you're not going to find that exact path because everybody's path is different. Right. right. And we don't even know what our journey is going to be until we start living it. But being able to take the qualities of people that we see 
uh, and we, that we see shining and whether it's a, an athlete or a singer or a teacher or a coach or whatever, and you take those pieces, like I always remember my coach saying this, or I always, re- you know, I always, I, I see that singer singing this line in this song and it always inspires me. And it's such a beautiful way to like piece your, those are messages you're hearing. Right. Allowing you to, to become this better woman and this better person in life and this better human. Really. Totally. Totally. Uh- I mean, I had, I, I feel very lucky that I had great teachers, especially in college. Um, and I started, I, I, I went to UCLA, but I started at a community college and I had, there were a group of about three different professors I had at my community college that were, they just saw through you. And they, even if you were failing all your classes, which there was a period of time where I was, and you were just not doing the work and you, they, they looked at you and they just told you like, I know you can do better. And having people that see you not doing your best and seeing the potential in you is enough to change. I think the course of your life. Mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, if you had anything, I mean, your whole podcast so far has been completely inspiring. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Uh, yes, it, it really has. Your words have, have been incredible. Yep. I think as women, we underestimate our intuition. I think instinctively we know what's right for us and we know what's not right for us. I think our intuition, our gut, I used to move very much from my mind as opposed to how I felt from my gut. And now I, I move a lot more from my gut. And I think as a woman, your, your gut is always going to be on the mark. So there are a lot of decisions that I made in my life that maybe logically didn't make sense. And sure didn't make sense to family, my parents, friends. They just, you know, but I knew deep down inside it was the right move for me. And it always paid off. And I think the best advice I can give to any woman that is, you know, still trying to figure out where she's going or maybe a little bit lost is just to take the time to center yourself, to breathe, to focus, see where you want to go and start taking the steps in that direction and to really like follow your instincts on things. If something feels right, go for it. Even if it maybe doesn't make the most sense. If something feels wrong, stay away from it. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, I agree. I will take that. (laughs) I'm going to write that down. Uh, No, but you always take a piece from somebody. I think we're always learning and we're always, you know, we have a conversation with a friend and we can be in a place where we're just, you know, closed minded because of our uh, emotions that hit us and our, and our, and our friends and our, our mentors and our colleagues can say one thing like that, that can snap us out and go, gosh, I forgot about that. I keep forgetting about that. Or you're absolutely right. I'm going to, you know, shift my thought right now. Totally. And I, you know, actually when you, when you say, when you, when you talk about friends, that's actually something else I would definitely recommend is surround yourself with smart women who see the greatness within you when you're not seeing it within yourself. Because I, I found myself in really dark places um, a few times in my life. And just having the right women around me to help remind me who I am and help me through the, those dark periods of time was the difference between me going down a really bad route and me you know, going down the right path for me. I thank you so much, Maya, for being a part of Inspiring Women Revolution. I can't wait to do more. 
Uh, have you back on the show and um, again, and it, it's just, uh, it's really, really wonderful. And the response has been great so far. So thank you so much for your time. It's so appreciated. Thank you, Ari. And thank you for doing this. I think the more conversations we have, the more, the, the faster our world will, will progress to where we, we all want it to be. So I think this is beautiful. And I love that women are finding their voice in ways like this. So this is great. Thank you so much for having me on. You bet. You bet. And thank you, everyone. You will hear me next week and have a blessed, blessed rest of your day. Okay. Thank Cheers. you. Bye. Bye.